Hi, I'm Kat, marketer turned brand storyteller. And I'm Candice, educator turned entrepreneur. And you're listening to Not Nice, Clever. As CEOs and leaders, it's your job to always have the answers, but sometimes you need a little help. Leverage, if you will. We get it. This is the place for you. So wherever you're listening, 5.30 a.m. club at the gym, on your way to your next meeting, or putting out today's fire, let's get into it. In today's mini episode of Not Nice Clever, we're talking to you about AI again. It's a hot topic. Our question today is, we know you've heard of ChatGPT, but have you heard of BARD? B-A-R-D. BARD. Mm -hmm. BARD is Google's response to ChatGPT. And you know how much Candace and I love to dig and dig and research and Google Live on these episodes. So I've got one tap pulled up. Candace has another. So... For those of you who have been using ChatGPT and don't know what BART is, we're doing a little experiment. I went to ChatGPT and I said, what's the difference between chat and BARD? And this is a huge glaring difference between the two because ChatGPT, which I'm using 3.5 version, only draws knowledge from September 2021 and older. So literally chat's response was, as of my last knowledge update in September 2021, ChatGPT and BARD aren't terms that I'm aware of. It's possible that developments have occurred after that time, which I'm not informed about. But here's what I know. ChatGPT is a variation of the GPT model developed by OpenAI. It's designed for generating human-like text based on given prompts. We know this. BARD, it says, as of my last update, I'm not aware of of a specific model or technology referred to as BARD in the context of AI or natural language processing. So chat is out of the loop, y'all. ChatGPT doesn't know what BARD is, which is just proving the point that Neil Patel was trying to share with us on stage Mm -hmm. in July. So we, Kat and I heard Neil Patel talk about Bard. At that point, I hadn't heard of it yet. Had you heard of it? I hadn't, but obviously Neil is a mogul in the digital marketing space. And so when he brought it up, I know you and I were immediately like, okay, but what is this information? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So I went to Bard at the same time Kat went to ChatGPT and it says the main differences between Bard and ChatGPT. And it gave me kind of like a full little article with tables and everything. So uh, the first thing is the data source. Mm. Bard is trained on a massive data set of text and code, including scientific papers, mathematical expressions, and source code. ChatGPT is trained on a data set of text from the internet, Mm. which includes a wider variety of content, but may not be as up to date. Interesting. The next highlight is capabilities. Bard is better at research and answering questions, while ChatGPT is better at generating creative text formats like poems, code scripts, musical pieces, email, letters, etc. So that's really interesting. It is because I think one of the main ways when we have recorded episodes about ChatGPT in the past is that we love to use it for content amplification, content expansion, not creation, because we're the ones that create the source, the soul of it, right? We we give that context, yes. we give that input, but we have ChatGPT take a core piece of what we created and repurpose it into a newsletter, blogs, LinkedIn newsletters, social media posts, tweets, zeets. Is it Zeets yes. now? Zeets? With, a, oh with the gosh. X. That's what coin said. We need to keep up. Okay. okay. Right? <laughs> so 
content expansion, content amplification, specifically like in the creative set. But it looks like if you want some like research or data-based answers, Bard is a more useful tool for that. Absolutely. That's what it looks like here. And then of course, Bard says that it has a more user-friendly interface with formatted text that's easier to scan. So it was very... Wait, more user-friendly than chat? Yeah, than chat. Yeah. And and I do think it's true because right now it's giving me bullet points with bolded letters mm. and tables inside with data and information. So it does look better as far as being able to scan it and really picking out these highlights. Mm-hmm. Super easy, definitely different than ChatGPT. So I think it's something worthwhile, definitely check out Bard and see if you can use it for different things than ChatGPT perhaps. Mm -hmm. The other thing is currently they're both free. So it is free and it points that out. Mm -hmm. But it does say that it's in beta right now. And at the top of the screen, it says Bard was just updated. So if you click there, you can read about the updates and what's been going on there. Interesting. It ends the article with, it's important to note that both Bard and ChatGPT are still under development and their capabilities are constantly improving. It's also possible that the differences between them will change over time. And one thing too, so while you were looking this up, I Googled a couple articles and there's one on Forbes that was saying that both Bard and ChatGPT are still prone to, and this must be a newer term, they're still prone to their own set of issues, which they're terming AI hallucination, which is so weird because hallucination is a human concept and it's very interesting when we humanize machines. I just watched Terminator over the weekend, so that's like fresh in my mind. Isn't intelligence the same kind of use? Like hallucination and intelligence are both like human, don't you think? Yeah, I think so. Or at least like, yeah, yeah, because there's knowledge and facts, but then intelligence, I feel, is the difference of being able to read between the lines and to critically think and analyze. That's something that I haven't quite seen. Yeah. So anyway, according to this article, apparently AI hallucination is still a thing for both in which this is where they've noticed that chatbots make up facts that might not be true. And they don't know what causes this. So they're trying to figure it out, which is even crazier when you think about it. But, you know, brave new world. An interesting experiment might Mm -hmm. be to go to Bard and see if it could tell you information about your current market if you're a realtor. Like if it can actually pull data and statistics because it says that it is more kind of data driven in that manner than Mm -hmm. chat GPT. So I don't know, that might be a fun and interesting experiment Mm -hmm. to see if you can pull things that are more current because we know that's definitely not possible with chat GPT since it's not been updated for a number of years now. Yeah. And now that I'm thinking back to all of the like colloquial terms and like fun catchphrases and trends on social, like specifically that you've shared with me from TikTok, like lucky girl syndrome is the one that's coming to mind right now. Like (laughs) chat probably doesn't know what that is because that was termed in 2022. I'm sure it's got access to jokes and trends and memes prior to 2021. But look, it's a tool. Use it. Take it with a grain of salt. Always gut check and fact check it. Are you testing right now if it knows what lucky girl syndrome is? You totally are. Well, you know know I am. So Bard totally knows what it is. Okay. Yeah. So Bard has a whole article about it with bullet points and everything. It's great. It Mm -hmm. says lucky girl syndrome is a term used to describe the phenomenon of women being perceived as having it easy regardless of their actual circumstance. And then it goes in. It's actually like pretty 
insightful. And then I'm checking ChatGPT real quick. I know this is a mini episode, but we got to just see. Check it. No, the people have to know. The, the people have to know. There's a little information. It's not the same okay. as Bard, but it kind of knows what it is. Also, ChatGPT just a couple days ago gave me like a little pop-up. And I think it did this for you too, Kat, but like there was a pop-up and it said, tell me about you, Candice. And it was like, how long have you been in business? Like it just asked me a few questions. Like, what do you love doing? Who do you like to help? It asked you that? It didn't ask me that. How rude. Oh, it didn't? Not yet? Okay, no. so I'm sure it's coming. So okay. it asked me like a few questions and it was like, you know, up to, I can't remember, like 500 characters. And I just like gave it everything. I was like, this is the person I like to work with. This is how much money they make. This is what yeah. they like to do for fun. I'm a little bit sassy. Like, tell me, it was like, tell me about your personality. So I answered them as like maybe four or five questions. Mm-hmm. And now every time I pull something up, it is even more specific to me because it says, just like in your line of work, helping realtors with their branding and marketing it's not luck that got you where you are it's your dedication it's like bitch how did you know <laughs> but <laughs> candace you're giving but them it knows all me. the information i know yeah they know everything about me i know it's crazy everything everything all right well we hope y'all have enjoyed this deep dive for the last 10 minutes into Bard and ChatGPT. If you have a question on your mind about AI or marketing or manifesting, because that is a little bit of what lucky girl syndrome is, feel free to slide into our DMs, shoot us a question, and we'll record you an answer. Thanks for joining us on Not Nice Clever. Remember to follow Not Nice Clever wherever you listen to audio. And if you haven't already, drop that five-star review. Share your takeaways. Tell us your story. We love to hear it. Signing off your not-so-nice but oh-so-clever besties that mean business. See you soon.